welcome to the Honeyology Podcast. I'm your host, Anika Lani, here with my co-host and producer, Anthony Valdez. Now listen up, because you're taking Honeyology. We are back in Brick. Brick What's happening, Studios. Anthony, with Brick Studios? We're back here. Thank you, guys. Thank you for our regular podcast listeners and our Brick podcast listeners. We appreciate your tuning in. Uh, we are here in downtown, lovely downtown Brooklyn. Why are we here in downtown Brooklyn? Because we have two special guests in the Brick Studios. We have Justine. Hey. And Akira, who are... Akaria. <laughs> So you tried to need. culturally approach him. And I'm not an anime character. I'm going to leave now and um, <laughs> just let this happen. Um, okay. Anyways, well, I just got put in my place right there. Everybody's good. Check. All right. Cool. Check. check. <laughs> Did you just check me? Mm-hmm. Wow. Since you're so bossy. Justine is like getting it. She's like, <laughs> check. Okay. Well. Um, so I'm going to be silent so you'll never hear them from me. Anyways, uh, so we're pretty excited because uh, these are fantastic women who have actually, I've actually met her. I've met them before. You have introduced me to Akaria before. You did a reading. You did a read. Yes, you, you did remember the very first reading I ever went to see you. And at she Manhattanville? was there. Manhattanville? Yes. You were at Manhattanville reading? She was. She doesn't remember. No, I do not. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you I, yes, for being there. She was there. She was, I remember meeting oh, her. Oh, I was there with my husband. Yes. That's what's up. Thank you. Yes, I remember I remember her. And Justine and I have been uh, bar mates before. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to introduce you guys. I would like you guys to introduce yourself. So uh, let's start on my left here. Justine, tell us about yourself. Well, my name is Justine, um, and like Anthony said, we met at a bar. It's called Drink Lounge. You can say it. Hey, Drink. Hey, Drink. Um, That's also where I met everybody else in this room, Akaria and Anika. Um, And, you know, what do you want to know? Well, what do you do? Oh, yeah. Why did we choose you? I was chosen because um, I ran into Anika at the bar. As per usual, and um, she had let me what know a, that. As per usual, <laughs> it had actually bar, been a long time since we've seen the bar each other there, or my house, is or really like my... running the streets of. So Crown I Heights. really don't like my bi like that out on this podcast, <laughs> but I will have well, words start. with everybody later. Oh no! Okay, check on me. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, she had let me know that. Um, you guys were doing a like kind of like a candle um, review type of episode. And um, she had thought of me because um, I make candles and I sell them kind of like as a side hustle. Um, and so she invited me to come speak um, about, you know, how I got started um, on the podcast or like with Crown Lights Candles. That's the name of um, my my company, um, my unofficial side hustle company um and i wouldn't call it a side hustle you're pretty thorough with it I guess. yeah you are i checked out the yeah. ig she, mm-hmm. you're 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 serious it's not like i i guess i mean you i have I, a nice logo absolutely thank you Who made, did you make that logo no my friend alexis um had made it for me like, she does she a lot logo. of like yeah. graphic design and things like that and you're that. always doing events you're always but you have two ig accounts you're always yes. blowing it up on my, the gram my personal one and yeah. my crown lights so one I, I would so. i would definitely say it's more centered than side 
okay. Yeah, for sure. Thank it you. was like I was like I saw that logo and I was like, "Oh, that's a nice <laughs> logo." I was like, "Wow." Yes. Like you kept making it sound like, "Yeah, I kind of do it." But then I saw the logo and I was like, "Oh, she's like for real." Oh, uh, I suppose. I mean, I yeah, never really thought lo- of it cuz the way I think about it is like I have, you, you know, have a, a professional like she, she like legit things. has like price tags with like the logo and I'm like, "Wow." Oh. They're mm. beautiful. Have and you I, seen the packaging? I handwrite everything. I, I bought one before. Oh, you did? I did. Mm-hmm. I feel I bad because I haven't bought one. I, I think Check. It, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Love you, Evan. I think it was what was it? Checking. Checking. Does any of that include an expansion of a checking account for me? <laughs> <laughs> you get a dime every time. <laughs> we have like a like a check like a check jar, you know, like we get like a dime. Is that what you want? Like a dollar in the check jar. Right, episode twelve, maybe. Episode Start twelve. <laughs> All right. So so yes. Yeah, so what a candle. It's a legit company, more centered than side, and it's from Crown Heights and. Finish that up so that we can go to. And I make them in in my house. Um, I switch them out seasonally, all the scents. Um, It's made out of soy wax candles or soy wax flakes and um, fragrance oils. And I really like to stick to kind of like the natural types of scents and things. So, um, yeah, I've been working at it maybe since like 2017, 2016. Um, but the reason why I call it a side hustle is because I have like my, um, my professional career, you know, which is in social justice education and youth development. So that's, you know, what I went to school for. That's what I got my master's for, but I've always had like multiple jobs and things. So this is the first time like I've actually like owned, you know, one of my side, side hustle, side centered hustles. Side centered hustles. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love it. Uh, we you. love, and we thank love, you for being here. Yes. Uh, so Akaria, tell us a little about who is Akaria Gale. Um, okay. Um, I am a full-time writer right now. Um, I've written two and a half books working on the third full novel. Um, I come from an advertising background and um, my comp- my my old company disbanded, and I was laid off, and that's when I finally decided, you know what, girl, it's time to write a book. And I loved it, doing it so much that I was like, you're gonna write another one. And so now that's what I do. And what are the titles of those lovely books? I've read the two and not the half. Um, it's called the Awakening series, and the first one is Angels Awakening. The second one is Blood Awakening. And the third one is Hunter's Moon Rising. And um, they are urban fantasy, paranormal romance type books. So there's action, there's romance, there's demons, there's vampires. Lots of snarky conversation. (laughs) But you can find a vampire at Kingston Troop. That happens in Blood Awakening. That so. is interesting. <laughs> nice. Okay, well. So now you'll be afraid to get off the sea train. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that is, that's actually good for you. Like you like had, you know, you had your corporate job and then you're like, I'm going to do this. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I love it. Thank I you. love it. Thank you for uh, being here. Yes. We're so excited. Um, so let's get down to business. Let's talk about candles here. Yes. Um, <laughs> so the reason why we chose the two of you as a combination for candles is because one time I'm talking to Akaria and, you know, she detours from talking about books for a second. And she's like, <laughs> I can't wait for my candles to show up. 
I just, what I, she said, I just spent. Did you order like, in bulk? She's like, I just spent a hundred dollars on candles. It was, uh, it was crazy. It was Yankee Candle and uh, yes. bed, bed and Bath and Body Works or whoever yes, they are. Bed Bath and Beyond. No, they, no, or no. Bath and Body Works. That's it. It's bath a and bath and, and it's beyond <laughs> what I knew people were doing <laughs> with candles. And so she's like, Yeah, you know, I can't wait. They're coming in the mail. You put yeah, and I'm like, All right. <laughs> I ended. I'm spending two hundred dollars <laughs> on she, candles. Okay, I need to sell you some of mine. Look, it was a, so. This is the Definitely. thing. So it was a thing, and we just found you a customer just in like two hundred dollars worth right there. Yes. Look, and Akaria does not have a serious Instagram presence. More so, she's on Facebook, and so I saw her on Instagram like throwing up a candle. Like, well, this one smells like this pine scent, and it does really well in the living room. Not so great. In in the bedroom, but it, and I was like, so then I'm actually making a joke. Are you out I'm here reviewing? In, she's like reviewing. So candles. I'm over at Anthony's. I'm over at Anthony's, and Anthony had just bought you know some fancy candle from somewhere. I think it was. So I'll tell you this: there, I bought it from. So Yankee Candle on Chesapeake Bay had like a pop up shop in Soho. And like I was down oh. there. Oh, Akari, his face just oh. lit up. It, it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know you then, but I'll let I'll I'll like I'll definitely like hit you up. Be like, hey, girl, there's a pop up shop, yes. and they had it over the winter, and it was like it was there, and they had like it was it was this whole experience. Like it was like one of those like it was a like company trying to be like experience. You know what I mean? Mm. And they had this whole experience where you like all kinds of like. Activities. It was weird. It was like a lot of activities, but I was like, "Where's the candles?" And activity, I went, can- <laughs> candle activity. It was can- like it was like it was activities. Nice. There was like things to do, and I was like, "Wow, they're really doing this." So I went and bought a couple of candles. I think that's the candles you're talking okay, about. Okay, well, this here's here, so I'm like this, Anthony. You know, my friend, <laughs> she bought all these candles. She spent all this money, <laughs> and she's gonna. And she said she's gonna look out for her reviews. You know, and Anthony's like, "Oh my God, we have to have her on the show." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, huh? Like I was being funny. And so this was a while back. And fast forward, we're coming up with some new episodes. And Anthony's like, call your candle friend. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, she's actually a writer who publishes books. And then we're, and we're figuring it out. And I'm like, of course, I think of Justine. And yes, I go to have a glass of wine at said bar named Drink Lounge. Drink Lounge. <laughs> and I had, and, and it was, I had, I, you know, a, a few people had taken a hiatus and ran into Justine. And I was like, oh my God, we're about to do a candle episode. You know, I had thought about her, but hadn't actually done anything. And I was like, oh, this is confirmation that, you know, you should, you From know, the come, universe. Yeah, that you yeah. should come mm-hmm. through. And then so I text Anthony, we're doing our thing, it'd be yap, and then Anthony is like, oh, I don't even know how, because we're also going to talk about cultural appropriation, and I don't know how that came into the mix, but it Going did. Going candles from cultural appropriation. Right? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't That's know. What you there do, was right? probably some wine and gin in between that gap. Yeah, yeah. actually, no, <laughs> there was probably a lot. It was like it was like candles, <laughs> and then it was like, but you know, <laughs> let me tell you what these people be doing. <laughs> no, it was funny because like when you and I spoke after we had run into each other, we had just been talking about candles. But when you emailed me, all of a sudden it was just like candles, and then we're gonna talk about cultural appropriation and 
Crazy Rich Asians had just come out and I had oh, just yeah. posted about oh, it. Yes. You know, so significant film. And then I was like, I'm oh, sorry, it's in, yeah, from? So, so, to me, it's called Crazy Hot Asians, really. I was just <laughs> yes. absolutely. A lot of abs. First of all, first of all, of yeah, first of all, let me be clear here. I, Mama did not tell me that there were hot, rich Asian hotties out there. What? Who were like, who were like ready for the pick in. And I was like, nobody said this to me. Nobody told me this. And I was like, I felt like, I felt gypped. Like I felt like I felt <laughs> You've been missing out. I felt like I that's exactly I can how make I a felt. point about that later on when we switch the translation. Uh-oh. I have some things to say. But my best friend did give it ten out of ten abs. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is an ab emoji? <laughs> We're gonna have to make one up because the, ab the booty Wait, has the, one. That's the peach. The booty the oh, booty the peach. is yeah, the, peach. the peach is the yeah. booty. So first of all, There's you know no, like, I'm emoji. very like am emoji neutral because you can send like an <laughs> eggplant like you have all these things that you can send and it's like don't do that because Trees. then you're like sending this message you know what I'm saying we gotta, so I just like send a Asians. smiley face <laughs> you know, say, everything is a smiley face <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean if I had a lane like a road to send it would be I stay in my lane <laughs> like, 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 I, like I don't send nothing you know well, the movie was great, but yeah. let's. I want to. F- let's wanna... talk about. Let's talk about can- because actually, yeah. Justine's candles. So when Akaria sent me outside, I was like, you know, oiling myself up. You can moisturize <laughs> your body with um, Justine's candles, and it's like vegan. How do you do huh? that? Gluten free. It's like gluten free and it's soy wax flakes. Like scoop up a piece of the wax and no, then it's hot like, when it's hot. It's, mm-hmm. So it's also kind of like an S and M fetish oh my too. Kinky. Like when it's hot. It listen, listen, listen it's it like moisturizing kink. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it works. You know what? My my nickname for um my candles instead of crown light, sometimes I call it Ash Be Gone candles. Because you can moisturize your skin. Like, mm. put it on your elbows, put Ash, it on your knuckles. Be gone. And gone. <laughs> Don't play no games. You know, be like, come here. Let, so me, can... <laughs> let me drip this on you. If you're not turned on, you're still going to be soft. It's <laughs> smelling good. It's smelling good. <laughs> I cannot. You could, be soft. you could be soft one way or the other. You got to choose. It's your choice. Not Listen, buyer's choice. The here. only thing I tell people is that you can moisturize your skin with it, and people take it to where they want to take so it. Tell so us, <laughs> tell us the sense. So okay. I bought, tell us the sense. I bought orange, orange cinnamon, orange Ooh. cinnamon, and that was yeah. during like that was one of the holiday scents. Yeah, yeah. So say, since like, like fall is upon us. Yeah, you know, and you also have you also have lavender, rosemary. Lavender so I have two rosemary. lavender. Oh, I love scents. that one. So my year-round scents are uh, lavender, rosemary, and lavender. Sage. Um, for this summer, I had like a citrus sage, a lot of sage going on because it was like you know spring, right? right. So spring's about cleansing and um, like spring cleaning and things. And a lot of people like to use sage, right? So I brought you that into my it. house when I moved in, didn't you? Oh no, you couldn't. You didn't find any, so we had to use incense. How did you not find sage? Just because I was it was in, like ran out or something. Yeah, like I was in, just oh. in Brooklyn, but I was like, come we on, had incense? listen, you went, no, we did, we did use the incense, and I was like, we because I have just coming over, and I was like, and when you not, I'm not, we not gonna be up in this house <laughs> on, on this avenue and, and and with no bad spirits and juju. That ain't gonna, <laughs> that's not going down. So, um, so hold on before. Before, before we go, how can people buy your candles? How much are they? They how- are fifteen dollars, but it's like a, a eight ounce candle. It burns okay. for about um, 
24 to 26 hours. Okay. Um, burns nice and clean too because it is soy wax. Um, and it's in they a very can find beautiful me. jar. And they're homemade, right? They yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like. I write all the um, scents on them. I hand wrap them. I make them in my kitchen. Um, yeah, they so, can find me on my Instagram. They can just DM me or they can email me at, at crownlightscandles at gmail.com. Beautiful. And beautiful. that's the same um, as my Instagram handle. And, and let me just ask you before we just do like business about it. How did you get into even making candles? Like what, what, like who, like how do you wake up and say, you know what, I got these jars. (laughs) I actually have a lot of jars. And I think (laughs) I want to make candles and then you can like use them for lotion. Like how does you come to that? Right. Um, So I didn't say it like that, but. <laughs> in Anika's head, that's how you said it. That's, everyone you sounds up, like that. You woke up one day. You woke up one day and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. We're going to pour the candles like, on ourselves. I'm going to make some candles and they're going to be uh, Ashby Gone Candle. No, it wasn't like that. No. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> I'm so sure. Um, so. What was it like? What'd you do? What'd you say? I. I just wanted to make like the coolest DIY holiday gifts for my friends. Oh, yeah, that that's great. Okay. That's nice. So All I like right. I found like a pretty simple like recipe or whatever um, online. I tested one out. I was like, hey, I can make a candle. Oh, that's you know? so cool. And so um, you know, I didn't even really think anything of it. Like long term, like I could do this, you know, and make money off of it, but. Um, like to, to the point where like I didn't even tell some of my friends like I forgot to tell some of my friends that I had made it you know they didn't find out until like seven months later like oh, oh wow. you made it wait why don't you like sell them because they're really good I'm like uh, maybe I don't know and then you know a few months passed and then I was like let me let me just try it out and so it's been building ever since so that's, that's awesome so that's amazing mm-hmm. and that's actually really nice that's so she cute. was just generous. She's that's like, so I just want to make some nice things for my friends. That's amazing. That's a that's great beautiful. gift, too. Yeah. Thank you. Akaria, so, what did you, what, what what got you, I mean, I mean, we all know we like candles, but like you started reviewing them. What? Yeah, what? Like you're, you're like the true candle aficionado. Yeah. Um, well, the candle. What got you into candles? <laughs> <laughs> Why fir- did you start reviewing them? <laughs> the first thing that happened was that, um, well, let's just say I have a cat who has um, an interesting smelling litter box. <laughs> ah, and, yes. uh, well, then I have a husband <laughs> <laughs> Who has an interesting smelling litter box? <laughs> that is awful. Hey, I have one too. I have one too. He's got an interesting smelling litter box. <laughs> and wow. New York bathrooms are notoriously tiny. And so yeah. you know what happens yep. when a man and a cat are in there together. <laughs> oh, that's a joke. A man and a cat walk into a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> a New York City apartment New bathroom. York City bathroom apartment. Okay, so that's why. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I did. That's what I did. We have similar storylines. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what the reviewing was just like, um, actually, it was um, a bunch of authors were like, you don't have an Instagram? And I was like, no, what am I going to take pictures of? My food? And I was and they were like, well, you know, you don't have to do books. And I was like, well, I got all these candles. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so I just started sniffing them and running them. And <laughs> Do you pour any on yourself? 
Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. I so, so your friends were like, get your Instagram popping. Yes. And you candle were reviews. like, candles. That's what I've got. Yes. Can we and find where can we find these? Are these at uh so, at Akaria what are Gale? the criteria? Let me let, let me ask oh, you though. Like yes. what do you, what is, what is what are your uh candle this is review good feedback criteria? for Justine. Yes. Yeah, like so like when <laughs> you notes. so to, to how does a, how do you, so how do you vet your candles? How do you know it's going to get up on the gram? Um Oh, no, they're they all end up on the gram. They, oh, they okay, do. They, oh, Almost ooh, so all even of them. A, so even a bad one. Well, yes. cuz you you've done some lukewarm ones where you're like, well, you you could have smelled a little stronger cuz yes. I've seen those. The most recent one I did was do I you mean, anamorphize your candles? No, I don't do any special tricks. I mean, I barely know how to use Instagram. <laughs> so the fact that I can post a picture <laughs> and a comment <laughs> And it turns out the way it's supposed to turn out That's is... That's right there is just progress. That's yeah, clap that, for you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Go, Lakaria. Um, but yeah, they... Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, I was saying, like, what's your criteria for posting... What's a good candle? Like, oh. What's a good candle for you? Oh, um, well, I, I do not like vanilla. So anything oh. with vanilla in it is automatically not even bought. Um I like the ones they call them like manly candles sometimes. What are where, manly? Hold on, I've not heard of these manly candles. <laughs> oh, on Amazon there is a company I can't remember the name. The candles were called manly candles. Manly candles. Let's go. I need it. to it do a lumberjack. <laughs> I need to do a love spell with a manly candle. <laughs> so um, I bought it because it was called like lumberjack. And so it was like mahogany. Ooh, it's lumberjack? And, okay, I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah, like Keep the going. woodsy scent. Yes, right? yes, yes. Like musk, the sandalwood, mahogany. Oh, it was sounds sexy. Cedar, they, they cedar were, wood. There's like a picture of Billy mm-hmm. D. Williams on there. No, <laughs> no, no, no pictures. <laughs> Billy D. Williams on the what, cover. What the is it? Mahogany. What no, is it? 1977 totally. or something? <laughs> yes, most of the time it is. Well, when of... you're burning candles, you're trying to make it look like 1977. <laughs> most of the time on our podcast, it is 1977 though. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, you're Look, absolutely I'm, right. Wow, she nailed it on the head. You got my birth year. You got my birth year. Thanks. I'm looking up Lumberjack candles. Lumberjack. Okay, so yeah. tell us about Lumberjack. But Lumberjack, well, Lum- Lumberjack was a disappointment. Oh. Ooh. Oh, well, I don't want to look looked, this up now. As, <laughs> look, as they are. <laughs> it was, oh. <laughs> oh, the men's, the poor men's. God. It was. But what hasn't been a disappointment? <laughs> Anthony's not a disappointment. Not at all. Yes. And no, Anthony, you no would never. And you would never. No check. No check. <laughs> Thank you. And you would never be quite dead calling yourself a lumberjack either. I meant I meant lumberjacks tend to be a disappointment because they think they're so manly. Well, I'm, I do sometimes dress like a lumberjack, though. I okay. have my fair share of plaid. Well, we'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> And what about the Monty Python fans out there? <gasps> you know, come yeah. on. Or the Biggie fans. So not all lumberjacks are created equal. <laughs> and they're not all bad. Wow. <laughs> okay, so so wow. let's still finish. So you so you didn't like lumberjack and this was disappointing because yes. did it have vanilla? Was it a vanilla lumberjack? It was um it was too it wasn't it had no what they call throw is like the scent that you get. Um, and how far you can s- kind of smell it. There's an official wow. term. I, didn't know. I was like, oh my God, write this down. Throw? Throw. Yeah. That's like how, and I just learned this by reading other people's reviews of candles. Like, am I going to like this? Well, this is really too citrusy, or this got vanilla. No, check. Or 
Check out. Check, Check out. out. Yeah. Bye. X Bye. Nope. See ya. What Peace. kind of throw does it have? What kind but of yeah. Throw? I'm wow. It has right. like, yeah. This is why my thing is a side hustle because I don't know about this like shit. Oh. Well, now <laughs> I love you this know. terminology. What kind of throw do <laughs> you have? Kind of throw? You have to post like. So like, throw. how would you use that in a sentence? Like, right. my lavender rosemary scent has mad a throw. throw of like ten feet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. someone have to do it like in measurements. This. That would be. That's perfect. Like maybe diameter. Like yeah. super, Ooh, super throw diameter. Oh, <laughs> you have that. Oh, I like that. I could imagine Justine like yeah. Justine's candles game got like they're like oh should I people buying candles like should I know this? I didn't know. I didn't know this. <laughs> I feel like you should do a webinar. Like like you and Akaria do a webinar. Candles. Yeah, can- candles. It might yeah. be fine. Like, right, what's your throw like? What is the throw like? Okay. Yeah. All right. So there's so many. What other? Wait, hold on. What other? Things yeah. you need <laughs> well, to know. Like, yeah, I need like, to know. Like, tell us, Akari. Um, well, there, word bank. There is a well. You mentioned it before, Justine, um, about how it melts evenly. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't have you know, unless you. What is that called? Is there a name? I or is don't it just know. Melting. Calm down. Meltiness. <laughs> I'm just very excited. He is. That's awesome. Um, I don't know. There's. I don't know. I don't. But you said melting evenly, so that seems to be a term that works fine. That's amazing. Can I coin it? Even melting, TM. even melting, even meltiness. TM, you heard it here TM. on Honeyology. Even meltiness. TM. Um, let's see what else. It's, it's it's wick stuff that people talk about. With wick the, stuff. Oh yeah. yeah so the, wick, like the wick, wicks, how long yeah. the wick is? Yeah, yeah. You gotta trim the top before you start burning your candle. That's the one thing Ooh, you do. Yes. Yes. Oh, you do. Like, you have to I like try that. Uh, yeah, trim the top. Before like you take start some burning. beard scissors. Oh my god. <laughs> You're not a lot of candles anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? Like, I knew candles were, like, slightly sexual, but, like, Anika just took it to a whole other level here. As she does. (laughs) That just sounded so good. You got to trim the top (laughs) before you burn the candles. (laughs) Trim before you burn. (laughs) Trim before you burn, baby. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so red right now. (laughs) You invited three women on your... This is what you get. Yeah, you did this to yourself. I do. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. Okay, so yeah. so the so the last thing, I just want to get, before we move into our, um, you know, uh, real, our, yeah. like, harder subject matter, I would I like know, I to get, like, there. I think last... we just went there. <laughs> Hard, harder subject matter. <laughs> I would... <laughs> I would just. <laughs> we really don't get sexual on this show, but my God, who knew candles would bring it out? Trim it, burn it harder. So you, <laughs> you earned that explicit tag today. <laughs> so welcome, sister. So I would just Sensen. <clears throat> I just so this is so this is what I would like to know from from both of you, which is you like took your interest in candles to another level. Yours is such that you're selling them. How do you do that? Like, how do you now keep your business going as you have a whole nother full, full life, professional life, you mm-hmm. know, like, how do you, how do you say, okay, this is how, this is how I'm going to stay for lack of a better term, you know, com- competitive and grow. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been lucky to have a lot of support from my friends and family. And then by word of mouth, really, you know, they were... I've seen you do events like, a, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you know, and I have a lot of cool friends, too. Like they are doing their own thing in terms of like 
creating Are their own products. Yeah. Okay, yes, Hello. Sure. This whole podcast is kind of. I just wanted to feel cool, cool, right? <laughs> but, um, Do we have a lot of throw? <laughs> yes. Your throw. I don't, I don't know what the diameter is of your throw yet, but maybe we can quantify that in terms of, I don't know, subscribers? Anyway, I don't know. Ooh, that's a good I'm one. just brainstorming here. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. But um, quantify yeah, like, the diameter of your throw, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Diversify your <Why>? bonds. <laughs> quantify your throw. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. But, oh my um, god. But yeah, like I have like a lot of um, like friends who make their own products and sell them as well. And they've been doing it for a little bit longer than me. So, you know, we've done like a lot of collaborations. We made our own um, events and things like that. Um, now we got to do a collab now. Yeah. Yes. A an official Honeyology yeah. candle. Guys, yeah. it's coming. Ooh. I, I want some merch. Oh my God, this Christmas? Merch. Let's do it. Oh Honey, like what's the scent? Honey I don't know. Orange? Shh, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Honey don't Orange Cinnamon? We want it to be no, a surprise. It's a secret. It's it has a secret. to be secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have a lot of throw, guys. And even yeah, melt so much throw. And even meltiness. And even even wicks. You gotta well, that's a requirement. You before you make some even meltiness. So um so 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 you did a lot of collabs, a lot of cross pollination. Um well that's wonderful and congratulations. Thank you. Akari, I would like to ask you, as your people, and I'm I'm going to assume that these are other writers, I would like to ask you, like, how has this been able to affect your writing business? Because actually, I know you just started doing the reviews, but you're for somebody who's not really on Instagram, you are consistent with them. And you have that great photo, the way you it's like kind of tilted with the flame going up like you you like she burns the, the angles. Can. Yeah. What's that like, line in that Drake song? That uh, was not on purpose. <laughs> it was, no, <laughs> the camera angles or there's just what fits. And if you saw how I actually where I'm sitting to do these reviews, sitting on a toilet. <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> Yeah, they really are. A little behind the scenes. <laughs> BTS. I will never be able to watch I mean, see those reviews ever again the same not way. Not doing anything on the toilet. Yeah. But, but see, but so this you is the say. way. But you know what's great? Because I feel like that's the way a character in one of her novels does if, would, would do would if, if if one of her vampire characters took a break. And was like, I just need to woosa from like sucking all this blood. They would, <laughs> they would, she would just sit in the toilet and like snap a pick up a candle while smelling it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. what, what if well, I, um, <laughs> moving right along oh, yeah, to hard news. To uh, to our <laughs> thank you, thank you guys yes. for like really so like you. lessons it was, it was have been made. Real, that was a real education. Right? You're welcome. We wow. knew, we knew they were the ones, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was awesome. Uh, wow. Okay. I just need to collect <laughs> my thoughts. Regroup. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me uh, let me gather myself here. Okay. <clears throat> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so for our, our, our heavier topic tonight, uh, we wanted to talk about, I have three beautiful, lovely ladies who are some of the most, one of the, some of the smartest people I know, uh, personally, <clears throat> like seriously, like you guys are all like incredibly smart and I wanted to kind of, we we both wanted to bring up something that we've actually have talked about in personal chats 
And, and we I, cannot let on the podcast. Yes, obvious. Yes, yeah, ours. Like we yeah. had some serious. But you know, like, out of that, racial. out of those serious conversations that we've had, you know, over a glass of wine or whatever we end up drinking, um, our, sometimes our supply, it's the full array. Or the full array, <laughs> the rainbow, <laughs> the liquor rainbow. <laughs> um, we, you know, I, I, and I, we talked about how we wanted to talk about cultural appropriation because I think it's something that's always happening, and I think it's even more so happening in our generation, the social media generation, as it were. Um, and I thought, well, we got to bring on a couple more beautiful women who have their own stories and have their own thoughts. Um, and I can't, and I just didn't want it just to be just like the two of us and like your thoughts. And I was like, oh, we should have someone else echoing those sentiments, or maybe. Or bringing a different perspective. perspective. Exactly, yeah. So uh, I would like to ask the very first question to the group here. What does cultural appropriation mean to you? Like what when you hear that term that we see in articles galore and all this stuff, what what do you what are you hearing? What do you what do you what do you hear? What does that mean? Oh geez. Um what it means is as soon as I hear cultural appropriation, that means that there are certain people in the population that get praised for doing things that other cultures just do uh, naturally or that's part of their culture and doing it. But when they do it, it becomes a thing like like when they were um, um, what's her name when she got butt implants or something to have give what the Kardashian to give herself a bigger butt. And Kim, it was like, Kim yes, Kardashian? yes, yeah. yes. And it was like, oh, big butts are sexy now. And it's like black women and Latino women have had big butts for ever. Like that's that's our I don't know. That's that's just in our DNA. Like we end Phenotype. up with um with larger hips, wide hips and big butts. And um, not everyone, but most a lot of us do. And then it was always like, oh, you can't find pants. And it was always horrible. Like, oh, my butt is so big. But now she's getting all the attention and praise. And now all these other white girls are putting in implants so they can get a butt that, you know, I've always had. And now it's cool. And so that's what when I hear things like like cornrows and big butts and talking a certain way or wearing your hair a certain way or anything that black people or Native American people or Asian people or any any people who um, have done this thing a certain way for all their history and all their culture. But now that Becky does it, it's suddenly great. I love it. <laughs> and they and they get money for it, too. right? Yes. They get attention. They get praise. Mm-hmm. And then the folks that have been practicing it in their day to day. Right. Like. They get nothing, you know, so they don't have like the context of why, you know, certain things happen in that culture. Right. Like I think of Gwen Stefani and the Harajuku girl. I'm such a fan. I'm a fan of Gwen Stefani. Love her. But then, you know, things like that, um, you know, are appropriate. Can you please expound on that? Because I actually, just before we got here, I actually have her in my notes. I have Gwen Stefani Mm -hmm. and Holla Back Girl. Yes. And I watched that video. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, her. well that's a different, mm-hmm. that was a different I, no, song too than what a, she's talking about. But I know, yeah, it's just, I know it's a different thing, but she's consistent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She <laughs> was <laughs> she was wearing a bendy for no right. reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in Harajuku, like, you know, that's right. in Japan, right? Exactly. So that's like a cultural um, like trend, you know, going on in Japan, like in their pop culture. And then, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of like representation like from, you know, Japanese folks like in mainstream media in that until Gwen Stefani came along and started bringing it, I guess, like to the forefront in that phase of her career. 
you know but um and like generally like um i think like asian cultures are like asian trends like have been um appropriated by a lot of like you know mainstream artists and things like that like you know i sent anthony the article about Nicki minaj most recently um and her you know totally like appropriating um like chun li right in her last um well chun li well chun li is a is a is a game video game character yes from, from street Kombat. fighter street which, fighter it, which Chats. is still <laughs> it is street fighter yes it's street Fingers fighter street, uh, and 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 still and and still even there you find exploitation and mm-hmm. things like that but i one of the things that i wanted to bring up is gender and cultural appropriation because i find when the conversation happens it's women who are kind of like you did this you did that with an exception of did you you sent an article or i found an article where Pharrell has come under attack for cultural appropriating a cultural South Asian holiday, holy, with Adidas sneakers or an Adidas hoodie. I didn't get to, like, look it up further. Um, So he's, like, the first guy I've seen that's like, oh, you you shouldn't have done this. This is offensive. Well, Coldplay did a video, too. They did a video about that holiday. So there's a specific, I think it's during Christmas time. It's in India. Right. And where they, where they, you know, they were in, if you've seen, it's actually very famous where they throw like colored dust or, or powder or whatever. And oh, it's like different yeah. colors. I think it's mm-hmm. called, is it called Holy? or It's Ho- called Holy. Holy. H-O-L-I. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so Coldplay did a video with that. And it was like in the middle of the summer and that doesn't, holiday doesn't take place till winter. later mm-hmm. in the winter yeah. right mm-hmm. and yeah so yeah that's what yeah that's I, so i don't i don't really i didn't I, I really didn't get a chance to unpack the whole thing but i i was looking at because I, I wrote this thing i was saying there's a thin line between respect and offense and mm-hmm. I was thinking about, you know, I was going way back and thinking about Wu-Tang, right? And, like, Wu-Tang uses all, you know, Chinese movies. Yeah, you know, and, movies. And, you know mm-hmm. and, and who doesn't love Wu-Tang? You know what I mean? And this conversation doesn't have, has not, I, I'm sure the conversation has happened around them at some point in 25 years that they've been out. But they're not <clears throat> pointed not, to right. as not. people who are, you know, being offensive. But but I find that, and then I have this lengthy, lengthy quote, which I really do want to read quickly, because it comes from this book, Race, Writing, and Difference, uh, that Henry Louis Gates edited, but, but he actually took it from this book called um, Discourse in the Novel, written by Mikhail Bakhtin. And although he's, this author is writing about difference in cultural appropriation is still very male and the maleness is what makes it okay or at least makes it okay to explore whereas with the with, I find with the women it's just like you did this bad thing whoever it is Nikki Gwen who, uh, whoever it is so anyway, the, and, and, and my question at the end of it is, at the end of this quote is, um, can you effectively, with respect, make something that's not originally yours, yours, in terms of language and appropriate? So here's the thing. Here's the quote, real quick, and it's 
long, but I want to I say it because I think it's very important. Important Language for the individual consciousness lies on the borderline between oneself and the other. The word and language is half someone else's. It becomes one's own, in quotes, only when the speaker populates it with his own intention, his own accent, when he appropriates the word, adapting it to his own semantic and expressive intention. Prior to this moment of appropriation, the word does not exist in a neutral and impersonal language. It is not, after all, out of a dictionary that the speaker gets his words, but rather it exists in other people's mouths and other people's contexts, serving other people's intentions. It is from there that one must take the word and make it his own. So one, I kept noticing that it was all his, his, he, he, he. And it is an old book, but still. And the other is, I was asking again, like, can you do that? Can you effectively, effectively with respect to the original formulation of thought, you know, make this word your own? Can you really do that? No. This is what I think. Like, <laughs> it's a no, no right? Like you can't just do that, right? And not include the other person. You know what I mean? Like the the culture that you're trying to borrow from, right? Like, and we get it. Like you know, there are certain aspects and th- certain things that you want to take, but you can't just like pick and choose and cherry pick like what you want to take like out of the culture, bring it into like your brand or your product, and then get all the money for it without like you know and exposing that part like of a culture to the masses or whoever is consuming your your product right and then the folks that you're borrowing from like don't get anything right there's no it's like um it's part of the picture right and it's i think detrimental because like i think that's what was what's been happening like you know with a lot of like Asian cultures and Asian American cultures and things like that, right? Like, Can you give a specific example? You wanted to say something earlier on in the conversation about crazy rich Asians. Yeah, so um, what I would say, like, one of the scenes that stuck out to me, sorry for folks that haven't seen it yet. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. And you should have been seeing it, honestly. Exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. So Everybody's fine. I won't, I won't reveal too much, um, but there's a scene in the movie where they're playing Mahjong, right? And so that's kind of like a... Um, um, a version maybe of um, like chess or checkers, whatever, you know, the horse and the queen king. That's that's chess. chess. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know the game of Mahjong like very much. Like I grew up around it because a lot of other like Asian countries have adopted it. So, you know. Oh, yes. yes I remember the, the tiles. Yeah, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. the scene. It's the tiles. Right? It's like little, they're big tiles. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Right. But that's what it was. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, so, um, you know, like, you have like checkmate and things like that. So that's why like in that scene. It's a very complicated game. And it is. It is a very complicated (laughs) game, right? And so there are a lot of like principles that are, um, that are attached to, you know, the game of Mahjong. That I know, but like I grew up around it. Like my family's Filipino, you know, a lot of Filipinos, like they play Mahjong also. Um, So I recognized it in that. But um, what I appreciated and what I was thinking about like while I was watching the scene was, you know, they weren't explaining anything like, oh, this means, you know, I've, I've got a point on you or whatever, you know, but it they just let it be the scene in and of itself. Like, you didn't have yeah. to understand the rules, right? Like, how was yeah. it for you watching so that So when scene? I watched the scene, I had no idea that it was a game like chess, but it seemed complicated. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. older people are playing in the game, so it's probably... Like, and it was metaphoric to how, like, yeah, the characters so, were interacting, Yeah, so right? the characters had this dialogue scene where they were sort of talking to each other in this very sort of, like, I got... I got a point on you type thing. And it, the way that they were playing the game and the way the camera sort of taught, like interacted with the game and with the dialogue, it really made sense. And now that you're bringing context to it even more, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, 
it is like it was and I just as a viewer I just accepted it like yeah there this game is serious like it's a serious game it's and it a, was a serious a com- conversation yeah and it's a complicated game and this relationship this dialogue is serious and complicated and that sort of just crossed over to me very very easily as a viewer because I was like oh yeah I, I got it because the way that they were playing and the way they were talking to each other was like oh it was it was very then it, having that context that was very well done that I must say because mm-hmm. I totally understood that scene so right. these, so so are you saying that in this scene in this context of playing the game you're saying it's metaphorical for dialogue are you saying that the characters were able to own yeah, and uh, the way the it was written, sure. the game, you know, and the toy, right? yeah, yeah the way I, it was written, yeah, and like I think if it was anybody else, you wouldn't have, you know, you had Constance Wu, who is an incredible actress, and oh my god, what is her name? She's actually well, I can't remember her name, but she's well known for the film Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the main, the main badass character in that. Um, she's, she's also, the mother, she's, right? Yeah, she is. She's beautiful too. She's absolutely gorgeous. But there, she looks it's, like my auntie. Really? No, yeah. she's like, and they're like, they're very power, and like, she has a very like, she's got like bun tight in the head, like, she like, doesn't have a bun in there in the scene. It's a great scene, um, but they're, but yeah, it, it totally. But now that I have that content, it totally makes sense. I love mm-hmm. that. Actually, was it's a great movie, and it's one of um, the movie was really interesting because it is about Asians, and there's a lot of it's called Crazy Rich Asians, so obviously, but. Um, it was funny because when that movie was, I remember reading stuff about that movie, and apparently Aaron Sorkin had his hands on the script for a little bit, and Aaron Sorkin wanted everyone to be white. And mm. He wanted to change. He wanted the, the whole... leading lady to be white. Well, too. isn't that what it is with Michael Jack, the Michael Jackson biopic? They want Ralph Fiennes to play him. So he did. Huh? Um, that wasn't. He did. There. He did. Yeah. He okay. Did. So no, no, no. Oh no, no. That God, wasn't. I'm so all glad right. I hold on. That. Hold on. Hold on. So that wasn't a biopic. It was a mini. It was part of a mini anthology series about, like like famous made up like famous uh, legends and the legend is, is that after 9/11 Marlon Brando Elizabeth Taylor and Michael Jackson went on a road trip and it's apparently Ralph Fiennes plays Michael Jackson which is another yeah and then Helen That's Mirren is played so like, problematic <laughs> right. so blackface it's so mm-hmm. blackface and you know what it is it's when you live in a culture where you are the other until the dominant race needs you, right? Especially if you're black. Or, wh- or who? Just seeing your Filipino, Indi- whoever you are. Even you come from your family's Cuban American. But they have. Are you talking to my, me? Oh, I he's like, talking- no, he's like, no, 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 that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, what was it? Um, you know, you always had, what was his name? Ricky Ricardo on I Love Lucy. Well, that always. was played by an actual Cuban. I, right, but he was, but he had to do the Cuban thing. You know what I no, mean? No, that's really how we, how we are. That's actually not a character. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying, listen, oh, but, but, oh, what hold I'm, on. So but what I, I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is oh, you have to be a stereotype. You cannot present something else. So I'm, I, sure, it is not. Sure, but Cubans not, are the stereotype. I'm sorry. You, we just oh, talk. Oh, <laughs> wow. But, but, but not, you're going to run are that loud. You are, you, <laughs> yeah, but that's. Any culture and any situation can get loud. What I'm saying is, is you do not have, you you, you do not have a variant. You, you know, like, you know, like when white, like I'll never forget what's the when I was really young. And this oh, how I always tell my age. I saw this movie Animal House with John Belushi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody is ever gonna be like this. Is how white people are. 
You know, when if black people yes, do Animal House, yes. if, if black people do Animal House, it's going to be a whole thing. You know, it's going to be petitions on the Internet. It's going to be, you know, because people are going to be like, what are you doing? This is what you're saying, because you can only get a specific content, even as things have opened up, even if things have opened up and you can get outside of like the Miami role or the Butler role or, the you know, the, the, the super black positive male role or, you know, the Michelle Obama what's role. The, what's the what, uh, what, to get out of that? You black st- mystic. Huh? Magical Negro. Magical Negro. Yeah, exactly. To, even when you get out of those spaces, mm-hmm. even when you come outside of those, um, you you re- actually you just you really come out of those spaces. It's just like there's just been like uh, an extension or a broadening of more stereotypes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're not and you're not dealing with that. Like white people are not dealing with that. They're not even dealing with the word stereotype and their um, behavior, you know, and their depictions, not behavior, their depictions and representation, particularly in, you know, popular culture, you know, in art and film. I get You don't think that there's stereotypes of white people? Not like that. Nah, not that not that flow deeper into like who you are supposed to be in life. I think there are stereotypes of white people in in cultural things like movies and art and stuff like that. But white people are deemed to be the best people. That you should that you should try to be like. I see what you're talking about. Um, I'm thinking of um, like how you have a character who is. We've gone from the mammy stereotype to now we have strong black women is the boss. Angry. Look, Serena, Serena yeah. Williams. Look at mm-hmm. look at this thing with the U.S. Open, mm. right? And this girl Naomi Osaka, who is clearly not just Japanese. She's Japanese and Haitian, Haitian right? Mm-hmm. And then you have Serena Williams. Uh, Serena Williams has beef with the umpire and the way they're depicted, the commentators are like, you know, Serena Williams, they do everything but call her an angry black brute, you know. And Naomi Osaka, who to me, I don't know, she got there to the final with her strength and her strategy and her fierceness. And one, they're like, look at what she's doing for Japanese tennis. They don't say anything about her blackness. And they also say in the aftermath of Serena having the issue with the umpire, they say, oh, and Naomi Osaka, she was just so graceful and showed nothing but humility, which is the stereotypical st- language of an Asian mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that's that's kind of what I'm saying around, like, there's cultural appropriation and then there's also cultural, like, Assignation, assign you know, like how we they assign, assign you, mm-hmm. how, yeah. we are, how we are supposed yeah. to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're definitely and, hand in hand. I mean, you see it, you can't ha- have like appropriation without it, almost stereotypes. Because mm-hmm. you have, let's say, I remember a fashion thing where the lady wore, or I don't know whether men were doing it either, but the um, designer just put on um, Native American headdresses on people. And, you know, no thought to what they mean, what they're supposed to be for. It was just like, oh, this is cool. And it's like, well, that's not what Native Americans are wearing, like, to go to the grocery store. You know, they're going, you know, or or riding around in a pickup truck or something. You know, they're like like everybody else. They go to school. They go to work. You know, they fight with their sister. They And they do it all without wearing friggin' headdresses. And so, Didn't like. No. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> And so, like, the fact that this person thought it was cute just to add this 
to a um, first of all, it's stereotyping Native Americans, and then just let me just add this thing to um, make my my shady looking pants look better or something. Well, I, here's what I the fashion thing has always been. The fashion thing has always been an issue. You know, um, what is the little H and M thing that just happened last year with the little boy wearing oh, the, with the um, monkey shirt? Yeah, he was wearing like the hoodie. King of the jungle. Mm, yeah, they yeah. were like, cool, like that. Cool, what, coolest monkey in the jungle. Yeah, right? something yeah. like that. Yeah, and that went viral, and the people didn't. They were like, "What's what he? But he is. He's so cute." Yeah, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and um. It's this notion that you could have a black president. You can have an, uh, a South Asian governor, right? You can have um, you can have representation in intelligentsia, in politics as they meet, and that still allows these dominant corporate interests. And their attitudes to still be like, well, now you just a polished monkey who had a black president. You know what I'm saying? And so cultural appropriation, it's weird because now as people get off on doing it, like the controversy around it, like, oh, it's already wrong. But then there's a whole thing around the controversy, like, oh, yeah, let's... Let's let's get a man so you, we can go viral you and, think and that make people, more money and get more clickbait. You think that I see? I don't think that they try to do it. I think think that there's never anybody in the room of these various cultures, so they just right. do what they mm-hmm. want to do. Oh God, that's even worse. And th- that they don't even notice it because there's no one in the room where like like how do you get yep to this point? You know, all these products go through market testing and revisions and 50,000 people have to check off on it before the before it comes to market in a store or on a runway or in a commercial and the, we're just not in the room. Yeah, that's oof. Anthony had something to say around a digital <laughs> Around uh, some digital black girl magic. Yeah. So, so oh. recent, so not recently, I think in the past year or so. Recent um, enough. Yeah. Recent enough. Um, there was a model who was like, she kind of went Instagram viral. Fenty Rihanna's uh, makeup line, they like showed her lipstick on her. Ended up being that she was a digital creation uh, called Shudu of a tall black. Very dark uh, black woman and obviously very thin as well. Um, And uh, apparently the guy who made her was white, was a white Englishman. And he had said, oh, well, this is my I saw an interview with him and he was saying how he like this was his depiction of what beautiful woman was like. And a lot of people were like, oh, that's awesome. That's great. But at the same time, I felt a little uneasy about that, about that there was this fake model who was, you know. Like fake as in she's, she's totally, totally an image. Exist. Like she's not a human she's being. Not a human but being. people she's thought not, she look, was. It's not, right? it's not a Svengali. Okay. Yeah. 
But like, I just thought that was like. She's a piece of paper with hashtag black girl magic. Right. And it was made by a white guy. And that really, I was like, wow, that was weird. There were no beautiful Beautiful black women that you couldn't figure, they couldn't find, they couldn't find. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I I just found that. Yeah. And then I sort of. You see it a lot. You see it a lot. And obviously, particularly for me, because I, I listen to a lot of music, you see a lot of cultural appropriation in music, particularly from, you know, white people. Um, you know, like Justin Timberlake is a famous example of that. <laughs> Blue eyed soul. Um, yeah. Mm. Or or Miley Cyrus. He was even more so. And then they all were like, OK, we're going to get out of our, you know, mode here. And we're going to go back to our roots. And then like. Wasn't that the yeah. old rapper like that? Corn somebody. What was his name? Corn ball. Corn. Rapper Corn. I don't know. I don't it's know. a metal band, Corn, but I don't know. <laughs> somebody, Kid, somebody, Kid Rock. Oh Wasn't yeah, Kid Rock into oh, like so. hip hop yeah, or yeah. something, and then he went, he to, went like, to like country. straight country. Yeah, yes. and, and the and That's they a, all kind of mm-hmm. do that. So it's it's very you know um, yeah. It was just it was it's not, it's nuts to me to see to see that, and I think for me you know, and you mentioned Ricky Ricardo, you know, because. You know, he is this, I guess you would say, the stereotypical Cuban man, which is funny because I watched that show and I'm like, well, that is my mom. <laughs> that is like, <laughs> well, but a lot, like, but we, it's like, we, I watch, we watch Good Times. You can watch Martin. You can, you watch yourself. I mean, that's, it's not, no one, no one but is the same. difference, the difference I will say about Martin, about even I Love Lucy, Ricky Ricardo, and about those is those shows were created by black people and, or, not I, Love I Love Lucy wasn't created by I Love Lucy. No, 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 I'm saying I Love Lucy was created by Desi Arnaz. Right. Okay. And he based that character on himself. On himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a big difference between, you know, that and like having a white person create what? a character or someone they think, well, this is what I think that they should in hand with that shoe do. This is a white guy saying, this is what I think. Essentially, he's saying, this is what I think black women should look like. And it's sort and of like, me, and it's like super narcissist. Like, yeah, you're like what, you, you don't have, I, have nothing to do with black out. women. Yeah, yeah, like, I can I'm just do this. out here, yeah, doing it because I have these, you know, really good skills. So, so to speak, in quotes, kind of really good. <laughs> did anybody find him anyway? Did, I, did any black people find him? Did he come to Crown Heights? <laughs> no, he hasn't <laughs> come to Crown Heights. Oh, okay. He hasn't come to this part Wandering of the world. Afro punk and shit. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on that. Oh my god. <sighs> but I think, like you know, all of those points, like, um, go back to the reason why you know what's happening in film now, like, you know, you had like that hashtag Hollywood so white, like during right, the yeah. Oscars, right? Absolutely. And so I think since then, there have been like some, some benchmarks that have been made, right? We had like Black Panther, we have Crazy Rich Asians now, you know, like going back to uh, my point about like the Majung scene, like I had read, you know, an article, cause I, I didn't understand it. So I was like, I wonder what the significance of it was and like how that came to be. And, you know, the, um, the directors, they had brought in like a Majung expert, you know what I mean? They called him like a a, a gambling addict, but you know <laughs> he, helped, he helps, like you know, choreograph that scene in terms of like the symbolism of the game and aligning that with like the points in the dialogue between like the two character the protagonists and the antagonists, right? Michelle Yeoh, she was the mother, um, and so you know, in that like there's the authenticity there, right? Because everybody that um, the faces that you saw on the screen were also the faces that you saw like at the table making those decisions, making the scripts, um, calling the shots. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like they yeah. had to do a lot of like yeah. advocacy, you know, like mm-hmm. they wanted them to um, have Constance Wu instead of her, like have a white woman, you know what I mean? Like be the the leading lady. 
Um, they wanted it to be on Netflix as opposed to like a box office like film. You know what I mean? So that all has like implications to um, why representation is so important yes. because it defeats mm-hmm. like that Absolutely. cultural appropriation that's mm-hmm. been going on so long. Like people are trying to break that. And I think it's happening like slowly but surely. So I think it's mm-hmm. just, I think it's snowballing. And I think with Black Panther, with Black Panther and with Crazy Rich Asians, um, execs are saying like, oh, they can make us money. <laughs> it's like or you know, can lose and, yeah. cor- and can lose us money you know mm-hmm. like there's also been with with Hollywood so white that hashtag right. that Justine mm-hmm. mentioned think, with, yeah. with with the Vanity Fair cover but because that was wasn't that like the Vanity Fair cover everybody there were no like black black actors right. Mm-hmm. right and so what happens is the folks are like oh okay I won't go to the movies or the thing is hashtag so much and becomes so viral that you have to re- respond in a way where action is taken and power is leveraged. And that power is, you know, given, taken by or claimed by the quote unquote other. Real quick, I just wanted to talk real quick about Rock, what's her name? Roxanne. Roseanne. Roseanne Barr. <laughs> yeah. And how. Do we have to? She was not just real quick. How she look? You she sunk her whole show. Yeah, just yep. trying yeah. to be cute. Yeah, oh, thinking yeah. that she could yeah. get away with it, and and she lost jobs for a lot of people mm-hmm. who weren't working or had gotten themselves into better positions, had gotten opportunities for themselves. This this young girl who was on the show when she was a kid, the, the girl who played her daughter. I think then she became an executive producer of the show. That's what my best friend told me. He was, she was, you know. So you have to be. It puts people on notice when you are really thinking about representation. When you know that the world is changing, the world that you have to be mindful, and you can't be an asshole. And on that note, <laughs> that's the lesson for today, kids. Don't, Don't be, be an, an asshole. asshole. <laughs> Uh, we want to, yeah, we want to thank uh, Justine was, and Akaria for being on the show with us. Thank you so this much. This was an thank absolutely you phenomenal thank episode. You, you so guys fun. are beautiful. This was we great. You guys it. are great. You guys were great. So again, thank you. Uh, you can check out all the links for their for Crown Light for Crown Lights candles and for Akaria's books and her website. You will see it in our episode show notes. You can just pull it up right now if you want to do it. Are you doing it? Real quick, we're gonna we can name what is it? Crownlightswhat.com? Crownlightscandles. It's just, you know, Instagram. No and, website yet. And, no website. We're gonna change that. Side center hustle. Side email. My email is crownlightscandles well, at gmail.com. Akaria will buy two hundred dollars worth of your candles. Yeah, and you, can you, can your, you can set up your website. Right. There you and, go. Um, and Akaria Gales where can be found on um, the Awakening BNN? series. And we got a new book coming out in Noble? spring twenty nineteen, right? Yes. The book is coming out um probably like May. Um, in 2019, Ooh. it's called Storm Awakening. Oh. <laughs> Are we gonna be uh, trimming some wa- uh, wicks there? Is that what's well, don't trim the wicks. 
You gotta trim you before to. you burn. You gotta trim before you burn. Thank you guys again <laughs> so much. Hashtag trim before you burn. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. <laughs> this has been the Honeyology Podcast. Down at Brick Media Arts. Please find us on all your podcast portals, including Spotify and iTunes. We are at Honeyology Creative on Instagram at the Ernest Kid at Instagram. We are the Ernestit.com slash honeyology and Ms. Honeyology MZ on Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning in. As usual, we love you. We will see you next time. Peace and love. Bye.